And we're joined now by Kevin Kloon, the linebacker coach. Coach, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So we were uh, talking earlier with Eliza Tuiaki, and he said the linebackers definitely look like a strength. There was some real confidence in that when he said it. You feeling that confidence? Yeah, you know, there's a lot to live up to with these guys, but uh, I got a great crew of guys. I got a great room of, of hardworking kids. Um, and I expect them, I expect the world from them this year, and they expect them to lead the defense. I expect them to make plays um, and, and run things. And so, uh, yeah, that's a lot to live up to. We lost, you know, a couple of guys from last year, but really most of the room's back. And, um, you know, again, this team, you know, we're going to have a big rough schedule and all that stuff, but uh, this team should be ready for it. You're a veteran coach. You're a veteran coach in the state of Utah. You're a veteran coach in college football. You've been around for a long time. As you evaluate this program as a newcomer into the program, what would you say is the talent level overall, not specifically defense linebacker, but I'm talking about the program? Well, you, you, you can, you know, if you show up early enough, uh, you can see our guys working out, and this is a big, good-looking team. And so, um, you know, and then you, you, you kind of couple that with the, the, that what I've noticed about these kids in the last, you know, 10 months that I've been around um, is that they got hearts, man. They got, they got, they are, they got strong discipline and hearts and they work hard. And so, um, you know, I think that on the, on the front lines, I think in the front seven, you know, nobody's going to be able to push us around no matter who we play. Um, and you know, it's just, it got all got to come together again. It's, this is a new brand new team. Last year's team did a great job, but this is the 2021 version. So that, that it's a reset. You have to start it all back from zero and you know work through all those steps but i got full confidence in these guys and when you talk about the front seven and nobody can push you around and that is of course obviously exactly what cougar fans want to hear but there have been problems in some position groups in the past years where the frontline guys had it but when there was an injury or two the depth wasn't quite wasn't quite up to snuff do you have the depth in the front seven when inevitably guys get hurt? Yeah, I think we do, especially at linebacker we do. Um, and that'll be, that's always an interesting thing as you talk about injuries. How does a team, uh, you know, reload after an injury? Or You know, we got, a, a, again, a good schedule where there's going to be some bruises and some banging and some things like that. So how do you come back after, you know, on a Monday, okay, we've got to reset the, alignment, the, uh, the, the, the depth chart because this guy's going to be out and we move this guy over here and this guy's got to play over there. Um, you know, especially a linebacker. I got guys like Peyton Wilgar who I can put in any position at any time. I could walk in at halftime and say, hey, you got to play this position. He'll do a great job. Um, smart players like Keenan Peely that uh, can, can do whatever he needs to do, you know, whatever we ask him to do. And then you got other guys. You got Ben Bywater and Max Tooley who are athletic and strong, and they can fit a lot of different roles. Um, you know, you got, uh, you know, Chaz, all you that, that can play different places, you know, and so I feel that that depth on defense is going to be there. Um, maybe you're not seeing a bunch of stars, but you do have a lot of guys that maybe you never heard of. They're going to play some quality minutes. They're going to do some good stuff. Coaching is built on a lot of relationships. Can you explain the relationship that you had with Kalani that led you to end up being here? Well, we first met back in 03, I think and um work together at southern utah and it's it's a great situation when you can work somewhere in southern utah and, and that maybe you can make some mistakes that go unnoticed you know <laughs> down there that kind of thing but uh we we battled down there we you know you know we felt like we built that program we came in with a it was a one-win team and you know we left after two years with six wins you know and, and kind of was right on the edge and had some really good young players we battled and recruited and figured things out and made mistakes together um and just over those, you know, last 18 years or so, just 
staying in touch and talking defense and just, you know, and, and this and as well as the rest of the staff that I'm close with, these are great quality men that, uh, that, that Kalani's assembled. And so, you know, these, this is my family. These are my guys and my football guys that I go to and, and love talking with. And, you know, I spend Christmas with, uh, you know, with A-Rod's family or whatever it is. You know, it's, it's, um, it's a unique situation. So the Thunderbird Mafia, that's the key, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> go with that. I wouldn't go that far, but sure, yeah. Okay. So one thing uh, that came out of that program, I think, is they had some success over time, was the ability not just to identify the guys who are the best, but identify the guys who can be down the line. And so do you kind of see that pipeline at BYU, guys who've made that progression are now really good, guys who are in the middle of making that progression and still have upside that hasn't been reached yet? Yeah, I think there's a lot of that. We still have, you know, walk-ons that, that you may not know about yet that are going to do, you know, great things on either special teams or defense or things like that. But it goes back to a lot of recruiting in that, you know, you recruit athletes and good players, and then you figure out what positions to put them in. And this kid may not have been the best linebacker around, but he's a safety who likes to bang, and so he's going to grow after a mission. And he comes back, he's 22 years old or whatever it is, and, and he's, you know, 30 pounds heavier and now he's a linebacker and so that athletic athleticism can translate into different positions um and so that's one thing i think we do a lot of here is that you're pro- you're projecting just athleticism and then we'll figure out where the positions happen later yeah that's sort of the ed lamb philosophy isn't it yeah yeah and sure so correct me if i'm wrong but the opening came because on the staff came because two offensive coaches left yeah and that's Grimes in the old line and Grimes took the kit. The guy went down to his name's escaping me right now, but he went down to uh, Baylor. And so they chose to replace the body with a defensive guy. Uh, how does that all work? Well, they were six on offense, four on defense before. Um, and now it's five and five. I think it just, again, it may not have been we need exactly this position or that position. It just kind of like this is a good you know, situation. I'm loved that we got Coach Funk, who's got experience all over the place. Um, I don't know who's worked at more places, me or him, but uh, <laughs> but you know, I'll look to count that up one day. But no, I think it's a it'll be a good situation, and uh, you know, offensively, they should be able to handle the five. We can handle the five on defense. So, what is your recruiting territory? How is that working out? So, I got like the Bay Area, like the peninsula, kind of the west side, up from up to. Uh, you know, Sonoma and up the coast and then down to Monterey County where I grew up. And then um, kind of secondarily, I got some, uh, I got an area up in, in the Pacific Northwest with Oregon and Washington. And, you know, we have a couple of kids that have come out of that, that area. So I think that uh, that could be a fruitful situation. You talk about having some depth and maybe some guys we don't know. You look at the linebacker spot, and when we think of BYU going back, we think of pass-happy offenses and all that stuff. But off the top of my head, I can recite five, six guys here in recent years at the linebacker spot who've not only gone to the NFL but played extremely well at the NFL. So the standards are very, very high there at the NFL do you believe in the time that you've had to evaluate these players since you've been with the program that you've got NFL guys there yeah for sure and uh definitely you know they're going to put the product on the field and you're going to see that but they also have the combine numbers or whatever it may be and you know you're going to see um you know we have a very young crew I don't know if we have anybody that's listed as a junior or senior right now but 
you know, after four or five years here that some of the guys I'm sure will, will move on and try their shot in the NFL. But, um, yeah, I do believe that these guys will have a shot, and, and it's, just, it's just getting that shot. You don't know when you go to a team what the situation may be as far as the depth chart or as far as, um, you know, the scheme that may or may not fit exactly what you're, you're doing the best, all those different things. But you just got to get that shot and find a way in and find a way to make, a, make an impact, however it may be. Maybe it's on special teams. Maybe it's moving positions. You know, who knows? Um, you know, I, I coached Bobby Wagner, and he obviously was a great, great player. Did not know he was going to be that spectacular. Hall of Fame, game. probably. Yeah, Hall of Fame player. <laughs> and, and I knew he was a great kid, and I knew he was going to do well. But the fact that they had a spot open and they were willing to give that to a rookie, you know, to run the defense, to be the guy that calls the plays, to be in the middle and do that, you know, is, it was a tremendous opportunity. He made the most of it. And so it's about, you know, just getting their foot in the door and then finding a way to make that impact because you don't know what the situation may be. You know, going to a, a team that's got to pay a quarterback can open up a guy, a role for a guy who's young and gets paid less at another position yeah. because of the salary cap. There's so many yeah. things that go All those it. economics are things we don't yeah. have to deal with. And so um, – you know, it's a who knows what the name, image, likeness stuff coming up. You know that that may <laughs> that may all change, but uh, it's yeah, crazy times. But yeah, it's it's the NFL's whole different way of thinking, and a better player might get let go just because of those those dollars. You know, because of those numbers. When you look at that linebacker spot as you go out and recruit, and I know they're not necessarily specifically recruiting linebackers, but the idea of the ascension into the pro ranks from BYU. How attractive is that in terms of being helpful to recruit other linebackers because they know scheme or whatever, hey, if I'm a star at BYU as a linebacker, that probably means I'm an NFL guy. Yeah, and it's it's just kind of where this program is going. And, you know, our schedule has, what, seven P5s next year. Okay, so that's a, definitely a P5 schedule. You're going to be able to test your stu- yourself against, you know, some of the great teams. And so there's going to be no question. You're either going to be able to do it, you can't do it. Um, and... Yeah, when we get kids in here, you know, they all want to go to the NFL, and they're going to get that shot, and they're definitely going to be able to, to put it on film. Um, nothing's going to be able to hold them back here. But, uh, you know, there's also other reasons why they come to this school. So yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a unique situation that I'm, I'm just seeing the tip of the iceberg about. So what do you, if anything, do you know about Arizona? What can you tell us about the opener, what you're going to be facing there? Well, it's a whole new situation. You've got a whole bunch of new coaches, and you've got a whole bunch of new portal guys coming in. You've got a whole bunch of you know, question marks. And so, you know, I'm going back to watching UCLA film from 2017 when, when Josh Rosen was still at, at UCLA, you know, and I'm trying to figure out schemes and stuff like that, that the coach might like, you know, and, and, uh, you know, then we watch some Seattle Seahawks run game because Brendan Carroll's, you know, he's all that stuff. So it's just kind of a mishmash of, of all that is we're getting prepared and we don't know exactly what the personnel will be because of those, all those transfers and, you know, who's going to be the quarterback. And there's so many questions. But, you know, our kids will be ready. They'll be ready to play. Um, apparently I hear, you know, the BYU fans just spent a whole bunch of money and got 47,000 tickets for that game. Is that you guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, gosh, we've been down there for years. <laughs> you know, BYU basically <laughs> saved from extinction the Vegas Bowl yeah. when Bronco finally yeah. got it going. And, and they, they ref, uh, refer to Vegas as BYU's home away yeah, from home. Yeah, that so, was in Hawaii. Yeah. They called it the Ninth Island, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> but, uh, no, but no, it's it's great to see. I mean, so when you see all that support, 
you know, there's not our guys are going to be ready to go. Our sure. guys are going to be jacked up, and our guys are going to do their best for the fans. NFL because la- stadium, yeah, last year we had an empty stadium. You know, that was that was a shame that those kids know, didn't totally. get to yeah. showcase what they can do totally. in front of yeah. people. So, um, yeah, this it, it'll be a fun game, and let's go. Can't wait. Well, Coach, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks yeah. for stopping by and chatting with us. Yeah, excellent. Anytime. All right, BYU Football Media Day continuing here in Provo. Kevin Clune, linebacker coach, join us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.